Hi and welcome to The Courageous Mama. I hope you've had a great week. Thanks for joining me. Every week I'm going to cover all sorts of parenting topics. It's going to be relevant for you whether you're holding a newborn or waving off a young 20-year-old. We're going to cover tantrums, chat back, hormones, sibling issues, anxiety, teen troubles, everything and anything that's to do with parenting. Ways to build up your connection with your child and ways that you could trip up and ruin your connection with your child without even really knowing that trip up was there. The nights are drawing in and I don't know about your house, but our wood burner is putting in a shift. If you follow my Instagram account, you'll know that we've just been away for five weeks in Greece. Working from there and enjoying my husband's Greek family, the sun, the sea, and my new best friend, my paddleboard. Do you know, I could use up all our time just waxing lyrical about it. I just think it's got to be one of my favourite investments. I've spent hours on it. I've slept on it. I've read on it. I've rode to places that you can't really swim to. But my favourite thing was that most days, Johnny and I would paddle over to a cafe, the opposite side of the bay, after our home ed sessions to have a little drink and a magic moment. But we're back, so back to autumn and the challenges of parenting. One of the things I often hear my clients say is that they wish their children were more thankful or some of them might go as far as to say less entitled. The world has changed in a second and where we had hand-me-downs, our kids have designer. Don't ask me all the sociological and financial reasons behind it, but in the end, they just have more, a lot more. And that can breed entitlement. And if it doesn't breed entitlement, what, what it can do is it can just make them less grateful for what they have. And what does that look like? Well, more complaining for one, perhaps an expectation of life to meet their needs. And as parents, we can exacerbate that by meeting all of their needs. A reluctance to help around the house or garden. Has that ever happened in your house? A narrative that isn't full of appreciation. A lack of contentment. And truly, as winter draws in, the fuses can get a little shorter. So today I thought I'd just focus on a few ways to help your children be grateful. I don't just mean learn the word thank you and when to use it. I mean feeling grateful in their hearts for what they have, for you, for each other, not taking life for granted. Isn't that what we all said during lockdown? There's so much that we won't take for granted anymore. Let's hang on to that bit of it. So here are three suggestions that should bear you some good fruit in quite a short space of time. Number one, make sure there's an attitude of thankfulness in your home. Not just appreciating the kids as we chatted about last week, but appreciating each other. Appreciating your parents in front of them or speaking kindly about them. Making a point about the efforts that other people make. Your children will copy you. They will pick up the house narrative. We appreciate. I mean, come on, when's the last time you thanked your partner for something that you just expect them to do? Tell your partner things that you're grateful for in front of your children. Tell your children things that you feel grateful for that just flick through your mind as something you were like, phew, but actually bring it out as a narrative, a gratitude attitude. A delivery was on time. The queue was shorter at the shops or at the post office. Someone at work appreciated something that you'd done. 
little things, tiny little things that we say will make a difference to how our children use that narrative, feel grateful, notice the things around them. And of course, noticing the things that our children do. We talked about that last week. Notice the little things. Do that for each other. It's life-giving. Number two, have expectations of them. I know that you'll have some, but are there some where you find yourself thinking, do you know, I just can't be bothered with the pushback, the reluctance. It's easier to do it myself. That's the very chore they need encouraging to do. Setting a culture in our home of doing things, even when they're boring or hard, or you think that somebody else should be doing it, it builds muscle, it builds resilience, and believe it or not, it builds gratitude. How much more grateful are we if we've had a taste of the hard labour that goes into something? If we're contributors into the way a household runs, we're far more likely to be grateful recipients. Leaf sweeping, bathroom cleaning, deep cleaning, it's like pushing water uphill at first. But then the little jobs start to feel like a breeze. Don't get into an argument about it with them, just let them know the expectation and ask how you can support them. And if you're not having any success with that, go to the podcast on consequences if they're full on resisting. And I'm going to end number three on a little favourite of mine from family dinners. Going around the dinner table appreciating one thing about your day or about your week or about one other person around the table. It can feel like a bit of a stretch at first and possibly even slightly forced. But if you can get past that and get that narrative flowing easily from their lips, it won't feel awkward. And as they go about their day, they will find themselves using that narrative of gratitude. How many times do we encounter people who just cannot cope with a compliment? Oh, I love your hat. Oh, it was only a cheap thing. They're not used to it. They feel embarrassed. Let's raise kids who feel comfortable accepting and giving compliments, noticing the little gifts of the day and practicing gratitude. Did you know that there have been neurological studies that show gratitude has a physiological impact on the health of our neurons in the brain? Gratitude isn't just a nice thing to do, it's mentally healthy. And if you're someone who loves to learn about raising emotionally healthy, confident children, you'll love the book Parenting for Life. If you haven't got it already and you'd love a full colour, hardbacked book with great parenting tools that's written so you can just pick up one page and change your day with just one paragraph, one little tip for the day, or you want to dig into a whole chapter or the whole book, you'll find it on my website, which will also have the notes from today on if you'd like to see them in print so that you can review it in your own timing. The website's called thecourageousmama.com. You'll also find information there if you're looking for some one-to-one support in your family life. You can come and share with me and we'll find some tools that will take the tension out of your family life. And that's also on thecourageousmama.com, but I'll put the link below as well. And what I'd love you to do is one of two things or both. Pop to the review section of the podcast, ping me some stars and a nice comment. And the other thing is um, to share it with a friend, someone you know who would find this helpful. And I look forward to seeing you again next week.